The following is a Just Green production brought to you by the Might Be News Network. up everybody welcome back to might be brews episode 68 the podcast where we explore the people places and brews of the craft beer world my name is john with me as always mr steve how you doing today doing excellent happy new year's to every single yeah. one of you out there. happy new year's everybody uh we've got a special guest in the house uh my brother taylor how you doing taylor hi everybody what's going on happy, Thank- new, year. happy new year thanks for hanging out um, we have some news. If you guys can't tell from the banner or if you're just listening for the first time, you probably found us. Uh, even though we're still associated with the Might Be News Network, we've officially started our own podcast feed. So please search for Might Be Brews. Uh, you can also visit our website that makes it a little bit easier to find where we are on your favorite platform. Go to mightbebrews.podbean.com. So try to help us out with these algorithms. If you watch us, go find us on the podcast platforms. Uh, Please subscribe, rate, and share. If you listen, go find us on Facebook and Instagram and all that good stuff. We're on YouTube. We're on Twitch. We're everywhere. Try to find us, rate us, share it, like it, all that good stuff so that uh, we keep popping up on people's feeds and all that good stuff. We really appreciate it. Andy, how you doing? Hope you're doing all right out there in Oklahoma. Um smashing those uh those she's got like fantastic beers out there man she's got all the good beer friends so she figured it out she got all these beer friends and then she moved to the middle of nowhere and everybody still sends her beer yeah she's got she's (laughs) got the beer game on tap i found this guy in the fridge um that i guess i thought it was okay to sit on since it's a it's a lager that's an oak conditioned german pills oh yeah yeah yeah. trail breaker it's called so I was like, oh, I think I'm going to start with that tonight since I haven't had a, a de- you know, haven't really had a good lager pilsner lately. So I'm drinking the uh, Sam Smith's Oatmeal Stout. Uh, my first uh, three, if we get that far or get further than that, will all be beers that were won in my fantasy football beer league. Nice. Because I am the two-time defending <laughs> champion. Nice. <laughs> nice. That's so, awesome. Brett, fish. Suck it. Just crushing people. <laughs> That's hilarious. Years. Lamb. <laughs> Eat it. Awesome. Man, I, I, maybe that maybe that's coming from you, Mr. Steve. I don't know. When you're moving a little bit, I'm picking up some mic noise. I don't know if the mic on your headphones is active. But uh Yeah, I don't know what that, that was coming from. Any different? No. We'll just see if it keeps popping up. We'll see what happens. All right. So I, I want to try to to talk a little bit about um like the last this past year, let's talk about 2021 a little bit. And and I really um, I'm really trying to find something new to watch. So I want to kind of talk about what we've been watching, what's been really good and uh, and also talk about uh, what's coming up, what's coming up in 2022 that we're excited about. And then um, while we're sipping on these beers and then and then we'll get into some beer news and some other stuff throughout the evening. But um, to start off, I mean, let's I, I kind of want to talk with you guys just about 2021 or yeah 2021 and 2022 now where we're at it's really crazy to think about how crazy covid is right now like we're we're at least two years into it now right and it's really crazy that it's spiked the way that it has 
And um, I mean, like, I don't know. For a lot of a lot of the time during COVID, I didn't know that many people that had it. Like every once in a while, like a friend or a friend of a friend would test positive and they were just scattered throughout. And now in like the past week or two, everybody has it yeah. or has gotten it. I, I had a uh, virtual doctor's appointment this week and um, I've had the same doctor since I was like a teenager. Like I've known this guy for a long time and I've never seen him so distraught in my life. Um, like they're, they're shut down. Like they're only doing virtual for the next like two weeks because it went through their whole staff, like doctors, nurses, receptionists, like they're all out. And like, it's, it's really bananas. And he said straight up vaccinated, boosted or not Chester County is going to just get COVID. And that's the way it looks. That's the way it feels. It's depressing, but uh, on the flip side, on a bright side, um, herd immunity, everybody's talked about it for two years now, right? If people are going to get COVID, this is the time to get COVID. Not to sound stupid, but Omicron or whatever, it's like the flu if you're vaccinated, apparently. If, if I don't know how it affects non-vaccinated, whatever, I'm not going to comment on that. But apparently this, this version of COVID isn't as crazy as like, certainly as crazy as Delta or the original. And I mean, herd immunity is something that we could achieve if enough people get it. Yeah. This variant seems like it's like new Coke. Like it's there. It's the same, but it's just not does just doesn't (laughs) taste the same. Right. So So the good news is less people are dying. Less people are seriously hurting in the ICU. Cases are up. Hospitalizations are down or level. Like it's not, Like that's not changed, you know, cases are shooting way up. Yeah. So fingers crossed, man, that, you know, um, I don't know, uh, but then again, you know, people that may have had it or, you know, are vaccinated are still getting it. So again, you know, like double. So we'll see what happens, but it's crazy that we're still so affected by it every day. Like it's lasted this long. There's been so many cases, there's continues to be stuff. So it's just really intense to think about, um, Try not to think about it too hard, but it's just, it's crazy how much, that's kind of why we're doing this laid back episode this week. Cause you know, and we, we've been trying to, we, we've got a bunch of really cool stuff coming up that we'll talk about later, but for sure there's, um, people that we've been trying to get on the show and things like that. But this, this week is just crazy for people. They're coming off the holidays, things like that. So everybody's um, got COVID and everybody's got COVID, you know, so we're just, everybody's staying home, you know? Taking it I easy. In contact with somebody with COVID that tested positive. Uh, he, the person tested positive today. Yeah, I was around. I was with him all day yesterday. Yeah, and like sit like feet away from him all day. Yeah. So I'm home at least until Monday, provided I don't have any symptoms. Yeah. But it's you know, so I'm on the lookout for it. Um, I'm vaccinated, not boosted though. Um, so there's that. Yeah. Well, on the flip side of that, you know, what, let's talk about maybe some of your highlights from 2021, uh, if you can think of anything like that. Um, I, I'd say for me, you know, what, what stands out to me the most is getting into Formula One. Yeah. that That's kind of a big one for me where um, with your help, you know, you got us hooked into it. Uh, we're all in. I've just got so into the races, watching every race weekend, and then – 
leading up to this amazing championship, which I don't know if we've really had a good discussion about that, Mr. Steve, on the podcast kinda, yet. I think we like halfway kind of mentioned it, but we didn't really discuss it, discuss it. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if we really did like a recap of it, and, and we don't really have to get into it too deep, but you know that stands out to me as a big highlight of 2021, and because of that, I'm really looking forward to 2022. I watched more Formula One this year than any other sport. Yeah. For real. I watched more Formula One than football, more Formula One than basketball, which is really wild for me, but that's just how much I enjoyed it. And yep. um, also just how much I haven't really enjoyed our sports teams this year. <laughs> right. I mean, Eagles look good in the end. Uh, the Sixers look like they might be turning around, but uh, it's just been a weird season for everybody. So. So I kind of caught you guys definitely caught the F1 bug. You're infected. Your 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 Delta level variant F1 people. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. I watched I watched the both seasons of the uh Netflix show. Um and then I was kind of like I guess I got done the second episode maybe midway through the season. Uh maybe 3 quarters of the way through the season. So I was kind of paying attention. I'd look up to see who won on Twitter. I wasn't really watching the races, but I was kind of following along. Um, then I decided to sit and watch the last race. Yeah. And <laughs> as an outsider, and I'll still call myself an outsider. I don't know if you guys are insiders or not. Yeah. What a complete shit show. Yes. Just a complete and utter shit show. And I'm not a fan of anybody. I don't have a driver. I don't have a hatred. I don't have a like. I, I can't say that what happened was right or wrong, but I just know it was a shit show. <laughs> Steve, do you watch? Um, well, either one of you. Do you watch? Um, uh, what is it uh, on ESPN? Not highly questionable shit around the horn. Um, not a lot. So the day it was like the day after, like it was the Monday after that that race, yep. and it was like one of the showdown questions. So it was like after it was narrowed down to just the two two people left. Yep, and he was like you know, what do you guys think of the formula one finish? And like, they played, you know, a clip from the, the race and they played the audio from them saying we're, they went auto racing, you know, it, Toto was like, it's not right. You yeah. Know, they played that. And both the, the commentators, including the host, um, were just like, basically they made a mockery of their own sport yeah. in the last race. And for people, because it, there was an explosion a formula one explosion of fandom especially here in the states this year and it's a lot from the netflix show yeah and Absolutely. you know um, it's just something else to watch on sunday mornings but <laughs> all these new fans regardless of who you're rooting for you're like that doesn't make sense i've never seen anything like that yeah. happen in any sport before and for those of you who don't know what we're talking about basically on the last lap of this race they handed the race to somebody else that wasn't really winning it and it'd be like the equivalent of just giving the losing team the lombardi trophy at the end of a super bowl straight up yeah that's I, like i've heard a lot of a lot of people try to make comparisons and it's it's, it's kind of like you know that there's a team that's always that's been ahead the entire time you know like let's say it's football right and you're trailing you're tra trailing the entire game and even though you're like a touchdown behind, they go, hey, here's the ball with the one. Or just, hey, here's let's just level the playing field. Here's tie game. Yeah. Tie game for the last one minute of the game. Yeah. You know, because I feel like, you know, 
of course you can say, yeah, the guy was winning the whole time, but then when you give them the position to score right at the last minute from the one-yard line, there's a high probability of it happening. So I feel like that's a good analogy, but it, it, it does really suck. And um, I don't know. There, there's so many different things to say about it, but I really hope that there's a lot of new rules coming into 2022. They've got the new cars, the new budget caps, all kinds of interesting things happening. Will there be more sprint races? What have we learned from 2021? They'll hopefully put in to 2022. We'll see. So because I assume that most of your listeners are like Steve and are outsiders and don't really give yeah. a shit about any of this, Steve, I thought about people like you all day after that race. I was like, yeah. I bet that there is a bunch of people that I've talked to that, you know, wanted to tune in because of what I said about the sport. And they're probably all thinking the same thing that you were like, yeah. well, this is trash. trash. <laughs> <laughs> like no matter, like I said, no matter who you're rooting for, it just didn't add up and uh whatever so but let yeah. me ask so let me ask this mm-hmm. and i haven't heard this discussed anywhere so i might be pulling shit out of my ass if they wanted to end racing i kind of understand that it would have really been anti anticlimactic if it would have been under a yellow flag that would have been really boring why didn't they red flag it let hamilton at least get new tires Right. And then let them race for three laps, two laps, whatever. Or just stop counting laps when there's a safety car out there. When you're not allowed to pass people, stop counting laps. Yeah. That way they don't have to stop if they don't want to. But like, at least if you're not allowed to pass people, stop counting laps. Yeah, I, I, I I agree. The other thing too, that that's weird is, and and I'm kind of uh, not sure what the right answer is. I have mixed feelings, but should they be able to pit? on yellows and red flags you know they're almost stopping the the race you know but should they have that or should they have to choose a certain strategy because they call those you know cheap or free pit stops when everybody has to slow down when everybody has to come to a complete stop you know maybe just red flags i don't know restarts you know, none of it's really fair because you'd be having the same conversation potentially if they red flagged it had the guys starting from the grid again and max getting a better start on the grid you know what i mean yeah when lewis had that jump and had the whole race but on the last three laps he got ahead and and kept moving ahead so who knows what will happen um real quick shout out jeff norman um we've got less than two months to winterfest so look up kennett brewfest kennettwinterfest.com uh grab your tickets um i think when our uh, brewfest is usually what, like 90, 100 breweries? I think Winterfest is 60, 70 breweries. So, um, a little more quaint. Yeah, a little bit smaller, but there's still a ton. I mean, you know, you don't get to all those breweries anyway. So, uh, there's going to be a lot of stuff. It, it's so much fun. They're about 70% uh, sold. So, um, go get those tickets now. Get them. I love that thing. Um, and we'll probably be there, um, maybe doing a little bit of recording. We'll see what we can do. Um, you know, it's a little bit of a smaller setup, and there's, uh, you know, the band and things like that. So we'll, we'll figure something out to uh, try to make the best of it. But, I mean, you know, so other than F1, tell me what you guys have. Is there anything, you know, personal or whatever that, that's happened in the past year um, that, you know, you want to recap or something that stands out to you about 2021? I, I know it's, it's super, super recent, but uh, Book of Boba Fett, 
I don't know if you guys did. You guys get into that yet? You do I've one episode, two episodes. One. Me too. Just one. one. So I'll say this: I didn't like the first one. I thought the first one was really just like fan service. It was like, okay, here's what happened. The second one for me got a lot better. I don't. I won't go into it since you guys haven't watched it yet. But I, I thought the second one got a lot better. There was a lot of story building in the first one, and I was surprised that it's like the same formula as The Mandalorian. I, I felt that too. You know, it similar like music. Yeah. Did you guys are, are you are either one of you guys Parks and Rec fans? Mm-mm. Yes. So um Patton Oswald was on one of the episodes <laughs> and like described the first episode of Boba Fett like perfectly. And it came out years ago. And I half think that that's the reason why they made the first episode <laughs> was just to throw it back then. I don't know. But I like the first one just because even though it was kind of boring. He was still more badass in that hour-long episode than he was in the whole 16 minutes he was in the original trilogy. And, like, I like the fact that it showed, like, what happened, how he got there, how he got messed up. And I like how burnt and, like, he fixed himself in that pool and stuff. I think it's going to get a lot crazier because there's only, I think, six episodes, six or eight. Or oh, wow. Something like that. So yeah, it's it's going to be a shorter series. So I assume that it's going to get a lot more action packed. But yeah. yeah, while we're talking Star Wars, um, have you seen the what the fuck is it called? Um, the Galactic Star Cruiser Hotel that they're building in Disney. Have you heard of this hotel at all? Yeah, like in immersive experience one. Yeah, so it, it looks like it's another. There, yeah, it's another hotel you know area down there in the disney theme park but when you stay there it's a two-night stay so i think you can only book a two-night stay and while you're there you're kind of in a mission so they kind of work the entire like a storyline into your stay there like when you're getting there and checking in there's like the new order looking for chewbacca and you're supposed to let they're like hey you know somebody go distract him so we can sneak chewbacca through here and um like all that's happening in the hotel lobby while people are checking in at the beginning and then you know throughout each thing like you have maybe some things are scheduled maybe i'm not 100 percent sure but you know there's um you know you go to like a uh uh like a ship deck you know what i mean or whatever you would call it like where the captain is and you're um you know there's all kinds of stuff on the screens like you're actually out in space um doing like projects or whatever like actually solving problems and fighting off bad guys and things like that making strategic decisions and supposedly the decisions you make have something to do with the outcome like there can be multiple storylines so if you decide to do something this way it changes the rest of your story while you're there it's basically like a star wars west world yeah kind of it's what it sounds like yeah pretty dope <laughs> i can see myself like screwing something up and having like 53 people yelling at me yeah. i effed up You're their disney that. mission <laughs> i punch an actor or something <laughs> <laughs> yeah so You're i don't know way too into it it sounds really crazy um i you know i i follow uh dave portnoy from uh, barstool and he was just in disney and it was really funny because he was he says he's a Star Wars guy and was really excited to be there. And um, he thought he was in Star Wars, like the Star Wars area, but never actually made it to Galaxy's Edge. 
So like he like he did some kind of Star Wars ride. There was like a lot of Star Wars themed stuff about him. But somebody was like, "Wasn't it crazy like seeing the Millennium Falcon?" And he was like, "I never saw that." And he like went back and looked, and he was like, "I never went there. Like I wasn't even in Star Wars Land." Wow. He's like, and I thought I was. Like it was so that's, immersive. That's all I'm trying to do for real. Like, I you know I've been to the Magic Kingdom, all that stuff. I just want the Star Wars part. Have you like, been? Looks so dope. Have you been to World Disney World? Is that the one in Florida? Florida. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I've never been. When did you go? When I lived in Florida. Oh, okay. That makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah, I've never been. That's the only place I went, though. I only went to Magic Kingdom. I didn't do Epcot or anything like that. I just did the Magic Kingdom. And I shouldn't, I didn't know, but that was where all, like, most of the kiddie rides are. I should have done done Epcot. Yeah. But uh, But you, Mr. Steve, have you been? It was dope. I haven't been since 1997. I think wow. was the last time I was in Disney. Long time ago. I'd like to do it. I don't, you know, we'll see. Your girls are just coming up to that to that sweet spot. Yeah, I feel like they could do, you know, six hours walking around maybe. You know, they might be right on that brisk if they're excited enough. You know, put on those, kidding, those mini ears. They can love it. Yeah. <laughs> I think they would you go know, nuts. Princesses and all that stuff. Yeah. Are you kidding? Yeah. But it's yeah. crazy. You got to plan it right. Uh, I, I had might... a blast. I was like, I was, um, I saw Woody, Buzz Lightyear, and uh, what's her name? The the, the Jesse. Jesse. And like, um, Jesse was like flirting with me and like Woody and it was getting all like jealous and stuff. Or it, was, <laughs> it was funny. Like she just came up and was like, you know, like, yeah, putting her, you know, take a picture or whatever. And like Woody was like, like was <laughs> that's hilarious. Woody like trying to like come up, up to me and shit. It was great. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, they played like it was, it was awesome. Like they have a lot of fun with the kids, obviously, but like they'll if it's just like you and like a you know a group of adults, like yeah, they'll have some fun with you too. It's pretty cool. That's awesome. Yeah. So what what other shows are you did you guys enjoy? Anything else stand out to you? So right now I'm kind of like catching up, not catching up, but um, I'm getting ready for some awesome shows that are coming up. So I'm like watching previous seasons. Okay. Um, one example. Um, I'm really excited for season two of the righteous gemstones on HBO. I got to watch that. Dude. The first season is hilarious. I heard it's great. (laughs) I just watched it. I loved it. (laughs) I loved it. I loved it. Um, but also I'm super pumped for season two of euphoria Mm. and season four of Ozark. Oh, Ozark. Yeah. Ozark trailer. The new Ozark trailer just dropped today. Oh really? Oh, I didn't see that. Crazy. Oh my God, it looks good. Oh, I'm so excited for that. You just stop this and you guys go watch it. <laughs> uh, but it looks so good. And I, it says at the end, part one. So I'm kind of wondering if they're splitting the last season into two things like the Sopranos did. Mm. They are. That's exactly okay. what they're doing. That's so they're just going li- to like end it on a cliffhanger or something. Like, don't expect resolution. We're going to do a bunch of stuff and just leave it. That's frustrating. Yeah. But I think it was only like four or five episodes each part. Is that what it okay? All right. It was it's not a lot, but well, yeah, the, 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 the catchphrase of the trailer is no one gets away clean or something like that. Oh, it looks ridiculous. I bet everybody dies. That's how I feel. <laughs> that's just how I feel. <laughs> it's just that's the that's the vibe I got from the trailer. Like, this isn't gonna end well at all. <laughs> I don't know shit about fuck. <laughs> <laughs> any uh, any big shows or anything like that you got into this past year, Mr. Steve, that uh, stand, stand I, I out to you? I guess it wasn't just this year, 
but I guess the second season was this year of Ted Lasso. That Ted was Lasso. probably my favorite show of the year. Yeah. It's just so fucking good. It's amazing. It's like, so good. I don't know how they like how they did it. I mean, there's great shows out there, but this is just they nailed spectacular. it. Spectacular. Like it's just so good. And I don't even like soccer at all. Yeah. So it's just captivating. I'll say, uh, you know, one of the movies that just came out that really stood out to me that uh, that I think I liked a lot was uh, Don't Look Up. Yep. Don't Look Up was really good. Best movie of 2021. All right. I liked it. I didn't think it was horrible. <laughs> I would have appreciated a little bit of subtlety. Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Just a, just a smidge make me is, is this what they're trying to tell me instead of just crushing you over the head with the satire of what's happening today yeah but i understand it but just i would appreciate it a little bit of subtlety uh, i don't think people needed it <laughs> i think people needed that like smack in the face like wake up people this is you right now it's so funny uh, it's just another Seth rogan was hilarious um, um jonah hill jonah hill Jonah Hill. Jonah Sorry, Hill Jonah was Hill. perfect. Yeah. Like, Rushed. Hey, thanks for dressing up. Yeah. <laughs> Rushed. Rushed it. it. <laughs> but it, it's it's so funny because even like that is one of those things that's like having getting people so divided where I'm just seeing people like that is the worst acting and most trash movie I've ever seen. <laughs> so, you know, th things don't change. It is what it is. But I really liked that. Um, another one that I wrote down that really stood out to me was um, Bad Sport on Netflix. I watched a couple episodes of that, and it's kind of like people who are into sports, but they are, it's usually some kind of like sports story that has a backbone of illegal activity. Like the one where there was a guy who was kind of financing his own race career and his own race team, but he was smuggling in weed. Yeah, it was. It, it's crazy. And the stuff that he was doing, so he's telling you like, you know, how good he did and how he was like spending more money than everybody and had the better cars. And people were like, this guy came out of nowhere and is winning, you know, these championships. And he got all the way up to IndyCar, Taylor, this guy, wow. like kind of working his way up. And he was his only other thing that he was doing was smuggling weed and like container ships, like just yeah. wild shit. 40 foot wow. overseas containers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like it was just absolutely insane. So it was a lot of fun to watch. Um, so I really liked that. I just started a new show on Apple TV called uh, for all mankind, mm, which I've is kind of neat. Yeah, yeah. So I only got the one episode in, but it's kind of like a, what if like yeah. it takes you through scenarios of what, um, you know, what, 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 might have happened if like um space race was different yeah exactly like russia, russia if they got to the moon first so i think it's going to end up being pretty cool um cool. yeah but you know coming up in 2022 there's definitely a couple things that i'm really excited for um first being batman the batman, the batman. i'm so excited for dude that looks so good I was not happy with the Robert Pattinson thing when we found out four years ago that he was going to be the next Batman. Yeah, I mean, aside from him looking like he's supposed to be in like a My Chemical Romance music video, <laughs> I'm really jazzed up about it. I'm pumped. I think it looks really good. The Batmobile looks dope. Yeah. The Riddler looks dope. I it think it's just going to really be an, dark. It's an interesting take because he's obviously Bruce Wayne, but, you know, there's a lot of, um, you know, 
I, I forget exactly what they said, but like a lot of like homemade stuff where it's not like he's having, you know, a billion dollar R&D department, you know, yeah. build his it's bat like, suit. He's got like duct taped Doc Martens on. Yeah, it's like year one or year two for him, apparently, is what it's supposed to be like early on in his crime fighting career. Yeah, and the Batmobile looks like a Camaro with like some extra wings on it to make oh, it or something. Ass. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's definitely an interesting take. I'm super excited for that. Um, the other thing that, w- that they just announced, which I think is pretty crazy, is supposedly there's a bidding war for a new movie to be made about which which who's uh what company is actually going to make the movie but it's a formula one movie that uh lewis hamilton is somehow involved in we don't know for sure how much but yeah brad pitt has been attached to it as the lead person and it's and and maybe formula one's not even 100 percent in it yet but it's going to kind of be um like a formula one style movie but supposedly he's like a guy that comes out of retirement helps a younger driver and the two of them work as a team to, you know, maybe win the championship or something is kind of the supposedly what the story is. But um, that's kind of like the front runner at the beginning of 2022 of like, you know, making deals. And supposedly there's like a huge budget. Like, I think I saw like, uh, is it 150 million or 450 million? I'm not sure. Maybe it was 150 million um, budget for the movie. So um, I don't mean to correct you, John, but like it's, Sir Lewis Hamilton. You know, so. <laughs> You're right. You're right. I just wanted to clear that up a little bit. But that's another thing I'm really looking forward to in 2022. And I just saw a trailer today, also um, a movie called Clean with Adrian Brody. Look up that trailer if you haven't seen it yet. But I think he he might have wrote and directed it and, and is starring in it. But it looks really cool. It's kind of like a John Wick from the hood is, is kind of the feeling I get from it. He's not like specially trained or anything, but he's gonna go ham. Okay. Yo, I liked all the Marvel movies this past year. I, I don't know if I saw like any of them. Shang Chi was dope. Nope. Eternals was pretty good, and Spider Man was phenomenal. I gotta I do really that. like Spider Man. Spider Man really likes so good. I'm so excited to see that, and I just need to find a way to do it. So good. I... The only thing that that bugged me about it was I knew what was happening. Mm. Yeah. Like, can you imagine, like, I can't imagine what it would have been like if I watched it and didn't know anything that was going to happen. I'm not, I'm trying not to say it since, uh, since John hasn't seen it and I don't know how much he knows or does not As far as cameos, are you talking about? Yeah. 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 I mean, I I think I know a good amount of, of, you know, what's supposed to happen but I'm sure that there's also things that I haven't thought of that are going to happen. So I just right. love going to movies where the crowd reacts. Mm. Like, you know, I love going to movies when people actively cheer, when you can hear a collective gasp or, you know what I mean? Like Steve, there was one part of Spider-Man where I just gasped and like the whole theater did. And I, I, I kind of teared up a pretty good amount it's like it's really good i i loved it i loved it and before i saw don't look up and for obvious reasons i love that movie just because i'm a troll but um Mm -hmm. spider-man really was the best movie of 2021 that i saw like it was phenomenal i gotta watch it mr steve if we have any beer people still uh paying attention to the show (laughs) why don't you tell me a little bit about that um that you know just give me a quick 
tasting notes or whatever you want to review of that beer you just had? Which one, the Sammy Smith? Yeah. I, I It's the absolute class of the style. Um, when you talk about an oatmeal stout, if you don't start talking about this, you don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> like This is one of the few beer styles that I think is it has one example of. Obviously, there's more examples, but if you're talking about the top example, it's it's the Samuel Smiths. It's the oatmeal gives it a smooth mouthfeel. There's just a touch of roastiness. The balance of it is spectacular. The mouthfeel is great. It's readily available. You can run down to Wegmans right now and grab it. You don't have to fight for it. And it's just, it's literally my winter football beer. When I think about what beer I'm watching football with when it's cold out, I'm thinking about the oatmeal Smith or the oatmeal stout from Samuel Smith. And it's even better when you win it in a fantasy football league for the <laughs> second year in a row from people like Fish that did not win their fantasy football league. You know, I had a lambic at Thanksgiving that was very oaky, and um, it just made me think about oak beers. And I got excited when I saw this one. And it's making me think about getting my beer maker back out that um, oh. I haven't used it in a while, but I kind of want to um, give it a shot. I want to try doing a, um, you know, a uh, an oak, you know, Pilsner or something like that or an oak lager. Um, just I kind of like that style. And I've, I've been thinking about trying to mess with that Philly sour yeast. And I think I wonder if like I did some kind of like, you know, grain bill. That's been, you know, that, that would work with a little Philly sour yeast and um, some oak, too. You know what I mean? And, and see where that ends up. That would be kind of neat. A little, little, uh, a little oak chip in there. Yeah, a little little cheap um, poor man's lambic, you know, something like that. So, I don't know. Just been on my mind. I've been thinking about maybe trying it. But I probably need to, like, fire up a couple recipes first and get, get back get into it. Up. Yeah, before get I go in the swing. dive into experimenting. So we'll see. But I, but I, I like this beer. I remember liking that when I had it. I feel like it was a little while ago. Yeah, there's not a whole lot of oak, but it's just one of those like flavors in there that helps round it out. So it, you know, it's 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 got it's one of those like hoppier type pilsners right. that that that's out there. But the that you know little bit of oak in there, I think, helps out. Yeah, Fish is talking about that Philly sour yeast. That that Philly sour yeast really blew up, and it's it really went everywhere. The speed yeah. that that thing works at, the brewers just. Love it, and it's kind of all over the place. Yeah. So, I don't know. I'm going to get ready to uh, crack another one here in a second. And two, what you got What I, you got lined up for number two? I don't know. I've got a bunch of stuff down here, and I don't know for sure um, what I'm going to do yet. Um, quick transition while we're finding another beer that you guys see somebody finally uh, hit the Powerball. A couple people did. Oh, did they? Oh, yeah. Man. So there's somebody in California and somebody in Wisconsin. So Wisconsin, I don't know why I say it like that. But um, what what would you guys do? Like, do you guys have an idea about what you probably would do if you got a hundred plus million dollars? You can have an idea, but until you're there, you just have no idea. I think the first thing is to hide. You gotta hide <laughs> first. Yeah, I just, it's so tough to say, like, you know, I'm just curious if anybody's like, oh, well, I would definitely buy this. I would definitely move here. I would definitely travel to this place, you know, something like that. I'm just curious what, what people would do. 
I would I would buy a, have a house in like a remote location somewhere where I don't I'm not a city person I'm not like a country person either but like somewhere nice pay it in cash not worry about it still driving regular ass cars but I just want a nice house with a big yard and invest a lot of money and hopefully never work again in my life which one are you pointing to which one should I do? I don't know. I couldn't figure out which way I was pointing, so I was like, I try the uh, yeah, I try the hop cyclone. I've never had that one. Right. I had the go birds, but I think it was a can or two ago. Okay. Yeah, my brother Nathan was just in town. Shout out Nathan, and he got a uh, he got like a handful of beers. He just went shopping. and was like, I'm gonna I'm gonna try these things. And he left a bunch of them here. He didn't bring them with nice. him back to New York, so. Whoops. Sucker. Sucker. Maybe he just wasn't a huge fan of him. I don't know. I've got the uh, Levante Oblex. Stout? Yes. You're staying, on, staying dark? I've had that. Well, it's yet another beer from my fantasy football winnings. Oh, that's right. That's right. <laughs> if you hadn't heard, I am the two-time defending champ <laughs> of that league. But uh, So for the league, we make I make everybody pay up front. So it's I get all the beer in September, so I tell everybody, get stouts, get sours, get Belgian, stuff that can have a little bit of age on it so that when I pay everybody out in January, but I don't have these four-month-old IPAs that nobody wants to drink. Yeah. So it tends to be a stout-heavy occasion. It makes sense. You got smart smart beer people in the group. Well, that's a good move. I tell I, I make that so. Yeah. Well, Mr. Steve, what would you do with $100 million? I think I would get a lot of different spots. I'd have a beach spot. I'd have a, a mountain spot. I'd have a city spot. Nothing huge, but I want options. I want to be able to go wherever I want. The other thing I would do is I want a box at all the Philly stuff. Like I want a box at the, what is it, what is it now? First Union, Wachovia, mm. Core States, whatever it is now. I want a box that I have my little entrance to that I can go see whatever. Concert, Sixers, Flyers, Disney on Ice, whatever's oh, going a good on. One. I got a box there. That's a really good one. Really good same, one. same for the Eagles and the Phillies Stadium. I, I got that's Steve's box. I was gonna wow. say I, I tried to go on tour with F one. You know, I might try to like see as many as I could races in in the different countries that they're in and try to get a little bit of, of experience. I thought that would be a really fun thing to do, but I kinda like that, you know, where I would definitely want a beach spot somewhere south to get away. Like, it'd be so nice, obviously, not working. But when it's cold, go south. Like, my buddy's in Outer Florida, banks. and he's like, you guys are 33 degrees right now. It's like, you know, 67 degrees here, you know, which is probably a little chilly. But he's like, you know, a lot of people are in shorts. Like, it's really nice down there. And then when it gets too hot, you know, go up north a little bit. You, you know, have, have your though. options. Well, part of that, one of the other things I would do is I watch the reality show Below Deck about the people on the work on mm. the yachts. I yeah. want to rent the Below Deck yacht. Yeah. <laughs> I don't have to be on the show, but I want yeah. to rent a lot a yacht like that. You know, a couple of days of just people just making food and waiting on you and taking you around the Mediterranean or the Caribbean, wherever the, the Below Deck crew is at. That'd be nice because I like the idea of... Of, of a cruise i've never done one before 
but I love the idea of being out on the ocean and not seeing anything in any direction that you look but water. I love the idea of having like a window like that out out your out you know right out your uh, your room, a window out to the ocean that you know your scenery's changing every day that you're in a different country this day and then that day. Like I love the idea of it, but I don't want to do it with seventy five thousand other people with a room that's like the size of a closet. That's the you can get the bigger rooms, but they're going to cost you. Yeah, so you I know? like the idea of a yacht. I think it would be really nice to to get that to do all that stuff, but then kind of like just be out there with you and maybe another family or two, something like that. Have yeah. nice size rooms, and you know, Evan said he would have us at his uh, his own brewery <laughs> if he had the million, I guess. But uh, yeah, it's it's crazy to think about sometimes, like. I think he'd be our sponsor, right? We'd have a sponsor. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. So, yeah, that's that's pretty crazy. Um, Taylor, I know you, you were hoping to not hang out the whole time. I don't know if you wanted to. Uh, yeah, I'll bounce out. If you wanted to roll out. Yeah, and get some beer news and stuff and all that good stuff. Yeah, but uh, thanks for hanging out, man. Keep up the good work. Appreciate you. Thanks for every. I, I really want to say this because, you know, we're, 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 we've changed to our own feed now. And, and we're going to, you know, do what we can to, um, you know, direct people to, to our feed a little bit, but we couldn't have done this without you. MBN network was such a a humongous, you know, stepping stone and you taught us everything and the equipment of course, and all of this stuff. But, um, you know, this, this podcast exists because of you. So thank you for everything that you do and, and helping us continue to move this on. Um, you're the man. Hey man. So Absolutely. cheers to you, buddy. No problem. And, uh, cheers to you guys too. I, uh, I, I mean, nobody's really asked me where might be news is at, so I'm just chilling. I, uh, I have like John, you and I have talked like, uh, I'm thinking about doing something again. I just don't know what. And, um, um, I really like doing, I only did a couple episodes of it, but, uh, that proper propaganda is what I was yeah. doing. It's, uh, on Spotify only. I don't even know if Spotify is still doing what I was doing, uh, on there, but, uh, the only downside of it is you have to pay for Spotify to really enjoy what I was doing on there. The full but, thing. But yeah, I mean, play the music that you like, talk about what you want to talk about, put I a little show out. It. And I've like, I, I've kept adding on to that playlist. Uh, it's like, a whole 10 days long now i think and uh i mean yeah that's something that i'm thinking about getting back into um sometime in 2022 i don't know i don't know what's what what i'm doing with the network or anything but i really appreciate you know the 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 shout out there you guys do a great job and um i'm thrilled that you guys are still doing it and doing it as much as you are and that people still tune in and want to be guests and you guys really knock it out of the park every time you do it. So you keep up the good work. Thanks, man. I appreciate you. Thanks, Thanks for being on. And by the way, uh, I haven't been on since you, 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 John, you're down in the basement and it looks absolutely fantastic with the screen in the back and everything. And just, you guys, you guys kill it. It's fantastic. That's a cool spot. I can't wait to see what you guys do uh this year we got a lot of really cool shows coming up we'll definitely get to that at the end of the show we'll we'll kind of tell me something i'm i'm excited for you guys yeah i'm excited for your listeners too yeah awesome Awesome. all right man appreciate it we're gonna keep going but thanks man we'll talk soon all right guys that's it that's right evan his lighting has finally improved (laughs) he had to build an entire basement to get a decent light (laughs) pretty much (laughs) pretty much
I actually like the way the TV, the TV wasn't working quite right at first, but I feel like it, you know, I have to sit a certain way and all that, but you know, looks good. Step by step, we get better and better. That's right where my head I feel like should be. Let's get into some beer news. Um, you sent me an article this week that was really interesting. And um, do you want to, uh, you want to bring that up and talk about it? Yeah. Do you have a visual? I see you say, bring that up. Oh yeah, well, I, I yeah, I did just bring it up. Um, I found an article here that I have in front of me. Um, actually, I can't. I'm gonna have to find another one because this link is like, you know, become a sign up to to see more of it. Uh, I can, I can probably guys. post a picture. Bastards. So basically, um, uh, you know, former Dallas Cowboy quarterback and now TV broadcaster Troy Aikman is coming out with his own beer line. Yeah, that's pretty crazy. Um, I didn't know that he was a beer guy, and I think his approach is uh, something that could probably take on. Yeah, it looked like he's take trying off. to go, uh, and uh, I don't know if you got it up there yet or not. I don't want to give the exact wrong details, but it looked like he's trying to go for a lower-calorie kind of beer, but in different styles. I, yeah, I didn't know the different styles thing. That sounds pretty cool. Um, I'm going to see if I can get that. I found a CNBC article, so hopefully that will actually let me share it. And let me see if I can remember how to bring it up on screen as well. Um, and I don't. So it'll be called eight. You know, that was his number when he played. Uh, it's only going to be out in Texas for now. I'm sorry. It is just one beer. I thought he was doing eight beers, but the beer is called eight. Yeah, that that's kind of what I got. Um, that it was called eight. Let me see if is that up on screen now. There we go. There he is. So Troy Aikman launches his light beer brand called Eight. Um. So I yeah I really didn't know that he was a beer guy. He's fifty five now. Uh, he co-founded with four other individuals. Will be sold in Texas and distributed at no, uh, notable retail locations um in south texas so i guess that's where he's starting but um yeah like you said like it's a light beer it's something a little bit different and i feel like you know that people you know they they're looking for well for one there's a lot of light and na and options like that people are slightly more health conscious but people are still going to go to bars and look for beer and i think that now that there is a more of appreciation for craft beer or something that's a little bit different, I wouldn't be surprised that every place that's got, you know, a Bud Light, a Coors, a Guinness, down in Texas is going to have an eight on. Especially in, in Dallas. D- definitely in Dallas. But yeah, that, that's, that's such a it's such a crazy thing. And, you know, it's just another beer brand because I don't see that as like, you know, you hear about people that open up their little brew pubs and stuff like that. And, you know, Nathan told me up in upstate New York, he was at one. And the guy that's the owner is somebody on a show on Netflix and stuff like that. You know, he's not going for a little brew pub. I mean, he's going to have a beer that's sold in a lot of places. He's going straight for that distribution model. Got to be big or you got to be small. But I kind of like people. I'm always, um, I guess impressed when people do those very specific beers. Like, I love that Wrong Crowd has like that Westchester light or whatever it's called. I think that's I such think a good more, move. More people are starting to do that. Uh, I picked up a 
six pack of the uh, the East Branch Light Lager, Eddie. Yeah. Yeah, and I think, but but you know what I'm talking about when it's like something very specific, and a very like um, a specific brand or a specific area kind of themed beer where there's like a Westchester this or um, I'm trying to think what else I've I've seen other ones maybe if there's like a D Town beer or something like that but um, you know when it's very specific like that I think it's a neat approach to to try to stand out to people because I feel like if you've got you know, you're not just like that local brew pub, but you're also putting out a brand of beer that is um, kind of like a local thing, you know? So hopefully people are proud to buy like, hey, I'm, I, you know, I, I know I can get this lager, that lager, or whatever, light beer, light beer, but I can get one that actually says Westchester on it. Has anybody done a Chester County beer? I don't know. It's a good idea. Don't tell anybody. Copyright. <laughs> That's how that works, right? If you just say copyright on the internet. I declare bankruptcy. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's hilarious. So So if you you had to pick an athlete, let's pick an athlete from the present and an athlete from the past to share said beer with. Who are you picking? To drink a beer with? Like, do you mean to start a beer company or just to crack a beer with? Both. You're, 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 you guys are starting a company together. You're going to crack some beers and hang out. Obviously, if you're you're starting a company with them, you're going to be around them quite a bit. Celebrity or sports figure? Athlete. Athlete, you said. I think the current athlete is an easy one, at least in the Philadelphia realm, I'll say. Go ahead. You got you to gotta go Jason Kelsey. Yeah. Yeah. He, he's 100%. like a beloved guy. For sure. He's so beloved. He just says the right thing every time. I want to have a beer with that guy. We can open up our own brewery and, and we can hang out. That's a perfect one. That one makes sense. Um, if it was a real person, I would say Gritty. Gritty is a very good answer. <laughs> I just, I, he's definitely the HR manager. <laughs> gritty. <laughs> I, I wish I could describe my love for Gritty in words but i can't i do i do still have my gritty sauce bottle <laughs> but you know if, if somebody's kind of just like not doing a good job or they call out and the next time they come in he just like pies them in the face or something <laughs> like, <laughs> comes in with like an american gladiator style pugil stick yeah. and just starts <laughs> whapping them did i ever tell you my christmas gritty idea that still hasn't happened yet no so do you know about my tree in the basement my sports tree yeah it's got, you know, Phillies ornaments, Sixers, Flyers. It's kind of grown from the sports tree to like a Steve tree. There's like a Star Wars guys on there. There's a Homer Simpson on there somewhere. Nice. So what I want is an angel. Yeah. For the, you know, the angel tree topper. Yeah. But I want it to be gritty. <laughs> with a gritty face? Like a long but flowing I, I, dress I, with, with I, gritty's I face? Gritty on top. I want an angel with flowing orange and I want her want him mm. to be like holding the candles, and I, that's what I want as my tree topper. That's awesome. That sounds amazing. Yeah, you I've guys been looking for two years. You guys have like you you guys do a few Christmas trees, right? You don't just have your Christmas tree. You've got the downstairs basement tree. You've got your living room tree. You've got a bedroom tree, right? We used to do a bedroom tree. Okay, we haven't done it in a year or so. Uh, the one year it fell over in the middle of the night. That kind of put the uh, put the end to that. <laughs> Jim Tomey. Jim Tomey is a good one. That's a good one. 
When, when Nick Foles when Nick Foles retires from the NFL, he'd be a good one. Come back to Philly. Let's do a um, you know a Philly special brewery or something like that. I personally would love to have a beer with Bo Jackson. I okay. was such a big Bo Jackson fan in the excuse me in the eighties. He was everywhere. You know, all star in football, all star in baseball. Like he was my man growing up, and I'd I'd love to have one. He'd be my past athlete. That's a good one. I like that. Yeah, that that's a that's a good question. I I think I think we got it. I think I think uh I think gritty Nick Foles, Jim Tomey. I would buy Nick a brewery <laughs> with the money. That's a good one. I don't know. Is, does that is that person technically still alive? I don't know. Oh yeah, that's right. So and then what could you do with the beers? Would you like? Would they all have to be some kind of like, you know, not the traditional styles, but something that's a little bit of a twist on things? I feel like they're, they're, they'd have to be a a specific style to do a Bruce Jenner, Caitlyn Jenner type uh, type beers or themed beers. Who knows? That's a well, tough one. You got to you do one for each event of the decathlon, right? Yeah, that's a good one. That's uh, a good one. Hundred yard logger. <laughs> so, um, let me tell you something. So, I guess there's a couple things to talk about. One is. Um, I, I don't like admitting it because we do a podcast, uh, a beer podcast, but I've been trying to just reduce the amount that I drink a little bit, not drinking as much during the week, you know, not just doing like three double IPAs on a Wednesday. Cause I feel like it, you know what I mean? So yeah. trying to lose weight. I mean, everybody does stuff like that. So I guess my first question would be, um, dry January is a very big thing. And a lot of people are talking about it and posting about it. And I wonder how difficult January is for breweries. You know, everybody's done their, hey, let's all get together. People are back in town. You know, my high school buddies are in town with their parents for Thanksgiving, for Christmas, whatever it is, you know, and a lot of people are going out and partying. You know, there's a lot of partying going on in the, um, you know, in the holiday season. And then when it's over, is everybody drying out? Are there a lot of people doing that? And and is dry January a thing that really affects breweries? I think January is just a downtime for everything. So I think they just kind of wrap that into their year of we know January is going to dip and February might even dip too. And then we'll go, come back up as March and spring and April and all those other things open up. Yeah. It's an interesting thing to think about because I, I really do um, I really do like wonder like how much of a hit they take and you know is it really difficult? Um, I gotta say though, um, I don't know why that just popped in my head, but I you know I, I know that we were good buddies with Stolen Son and and, I, and this is not a plug at all, but I swear that I think they have my favorite food and shout out Evan. I saw Evan there on one of my last recent trips there, but I've even gone there just to eat without even drinking the beer. Like I ordered, you know, like a Coke zero 
and had their food. And I just, I, I feel like every time I try going somewhere else, it's not that great. And I go there and the food is just always on point and it's not fancy. I'm not trying to say that like you're getting like, you know, beef ribs with, you know, or, or, um, you know, smoked duck or brisket, whatever. Like they do have brisket, but like, man, they, they have like, you know, nachos, wings, um, burgers, wraps, you know, all that traditional bar food, but it's so effing good. I cannot get enough yeah. of it. Yeah, they're uh they're they definitely took a step up in their food game. Yeah, if if anybody, you know, if everybody wants to go back and listen to uh I think we released it as Stolen Sun Part 2. That's the part with the chef and uh it's a really good episode. Go back and find that on our feed. Um, you know, and just to be clear again, we're on um we're not really posting on MBN network anymore. Go find our new feed. Make sure you subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, uh whatever that that platform is. We're out on all of them now, but we've got our own thing. Go find Might Be Brews and you'll just see our episodes. All of our old episodes came over, so you can go back and listen to the old ones as well. And this will be the first one that posts on the new feed. And I think I know when we first started, I'd say, hey, go look for my podcast. They'd be like, I can't find your pack podcast. I, yeah. I, I don't see Might Be Brews. And I'm like, okay, well, you got to look under Might Be News Network. And it kind of confused some people. Yeah. So now you can look Might Be Brews, and that's what pops up, yep. and get on it. So here's part two of when, when I'm going out and I'm trying to, like, cut back on drinking to just weekends and stuff like that, I've been drinking soda and it's amazing. And you know what one of the best sodas on the whole planet is? What do you got? Fresca. Fresca. Fresca is fire. Yeah, Fresca man. I love Fresca. Grapefruit soda. It's straight fire. And I saw this uh, article today that Fresca um, is partnering with Constellation Brands, which I think owns a lot of those Mexican beer companies, Corona, Modelo, maybe. I think they bought, um, didn't Constellation just buy, um, who does Sculpin? Ballast Point? Ballast Point. I think they're part of that too. So um, they just made a deal with Coca-Cola to start making like pretty much hard Frescas. Okay. It's going to be like a Fresca branded spirit or something like that. So, um, you know, it's it's pretty crazy looking into all the beer news lately. There's a lot of stuff that's not beer. There's a lot of people yes. doing NA. There's a lot of people doing seltzers. A lot of people are coming out with seltzers. Um, but I thought that was interesting because I love that. Um, I've been also seeing a lot of things about like hop water. So, like, we've done, like, remember I talked about hop tea? Mm -hmm. We did hop tea a while ago. Sierra Nevada just entered that space, and they came out with a non-alcoholic hop splash sparkling hop-infused water. Yeah, they call it, yeah, hop water is what they called there. Hop splash or something like that. Zero alcohol, zero calories. I didn't hear if that was out of the brewery if it was going to be distributed i didn't hear if we could get our hands on that up here or not yeah i'm not sure because part of me thinks that it's it's more than likely going to be you know like a um like a distro thing right you know i think if people are going out of their way to go to sierra nevada they're probably going to want to get you know the paleo the torpedoes 
you know, the narwhals, things like that. But um, yeah, one of the nation's uh, largest craft breweries is dipping into the seltzer space. So, so is that a seltzer? Or, or, I'm is sorry, not a, a seltzer. That's more, I think you're right. I think that uh, non-alcoholic beverage space is really what it says. And they're launching a um, first non-alcoholic product, Hop Splash, a sparkling water infused with Citra and Amarillo hops. Interesting. I did not like any of the hop teas. Yeah, I haven't really liked any of the NA stuff. But, but you know, it's I had hard. the Lagunitas hop water. Okay. Was not a fan. Was yep. not for me. Um, I w- I'll try it all. I'll give it a shot. If I see it, I'll, I'll, I'll pick some up. Um, I was interested in actually trying the dogfish non-alcoholic. It's like a lemon wheat. Okay. I think they're actually trying to make it more taste like beer, but non-alcoholic. It's not like a water with hops in it. It's They're trying to make more of a non-alcoholic beer with theirs. So Evan says he had a hop water and loved it um he's like at work my breath smelled like hops he was afraid people were but that's interesting because i mean i i definitely like the smell and the taste of hops but you know when it doesn't have all the other balance that you're used to of the little bit of booze the malty you know the things like that the sugars is it going to be the same um it's definitely not going to be the same but will it still be enjoyable do you like you know, is it going to taste like you're just smelling a handful of mosaic or something like that? You know, right? It's an, I don't know if that's something I want to drink necessarily. The burps tasted the same. He says. <laughs> I try not to st- get close enough at work to anybody that they can smell my breath. Either yeah, way. right. Yeah, such an interesting distance. Such an interesting thing. But you know, at the same time, I really feel that like. Um, there's there's so many there's so many things out there where people are trying to do like an na or a seltzer or whatever or a hop water or a hop tea um is that popular enough to to continue to be sustained is it just a fad where people are like hey we're trying to be healthy we're trying to find alternatives to to kind of like you know get our fix or do this thing um to still like enjoy the hops um, is it really something that is sustainable that's going to be around for a long time? I think it's sustainable. I don't know if it's going to be a huge part of anybody's profile. Yeah. I think it's always going to be a little side thing that people do, but I think it's sustainable. It's so like McDonald's has salads because, you know, people want a quick salad, but it's like, you know, yeah. they're making their bread and butter on, you know, quarter pounders and Big Macs. Right. It makes sense. I guess you got to stay diversified, right? If you want to, uh, if you want to stay in the game, diversify your funds. <laughs> um, there's a there's a bunch more Pennsylvania craft breweries that are expected to open. Um, let me get this one shared on screen, just so if you guys know, if you're listening only, um, if you can follow us on social media, look for those posts when we're you know going to go live. We go live every other Thursday. So when we're recording this, we're actually live online. Um, you know, if you hear us shouting people out or bringing up comments, if you're in the chat, we bring you up online and, and um, kind of show you or, you know, bring your comments on and talk about them. So, you know, it's, it's not just a straightforward podcast where we're just talking to each other. You know, there's a bit of interaction. 
as well. And we're bringing things up on screen to talk about it so that people have a, um, you know, more immersive experience. So, you know, if you're just listening, try to watch. If you're watching, you know, go find us uh, on your podcast platform, hit play for us, put those numbers up for us. But um, shout out to um, Breweries NPA. It's a great website, great group of guys uh, that put together this uh, this information, this news. But um, there's a bunch of new Pennsylvania craft breweries that are expected to open. So we've got one in Nazareth, um, Railroad Borough, Philadelphia. Uh, Aslan's putting one in Pittsburgh, Carlisle, Plymouth. So there's a bunch of stuff here coming up. I'm going to look and see if there's anything that's close to us. A bunch of bunch of Pittsburgh ones opening. Got one in Boyertown up above Pottstown. Where's the uh, Philadelphia one at in Philly? Do you know? I don't know. Um, the Philadelphia one was um, after Midnight Brewing. Maybe check that one out. Co-Star Brewing. It's always interesting. Oh, Harris Family. I've heard about them for a long time. So maybe they're opening up a new location or opening up their first brew pub. But I, don't I feel know like if they ever actually opened. Did they okay. ever actually open? I don't know. Maybe they were just selling beer. Maybe they not. Like I don't doing like a gypsy thing, I think. They were okay. like going from brewery to brewery. Yeah, a bunch in Philly, Percocee, Lycan, Central, Kutztown, McCungie, Williamsport, Jenkintown. McCungie. Yeah. McCungie's like a mile and a half long. <laughs> yeah, that's true. It says East Texas PA. That's interesting. Rising River. These names, like they're all, sometimes I feel like the the names are so generic, but if I was starting a brewery, I would try to like find something that like sounds like this, like Young River Brewing. Like, I don't know what that means, but that doesn't even say young. I don't know what that is. It's like Yuff. River in there. Yuff River. So I don't know, man. Breweries are still opening. Breweries are closing too. Oh, I forgot about other half. Opening up yeah, a Philadelphia, Philadelphia location should be coming soon. Yeah, uh, Human Robots opening up another spot. Yeah, that's awesome. So lots of exciting stuff happening. I mean, you know, you think that there's more breweries than ever, but um, you know, we talk about it all the time. It's always a, a topic that we bring up. I think that um, the brew pub model is probably a bit more sustainable and there's a lot of neighborhoods that really don't maybe have their own craft beer brew pub. So it might be a good, you know, good place to have one. I kind of think small or be large. I think Thorndale needs one. Put it in where the uh, Kmart was. (laughs) Kmart brew pub. It'd be plenty of seating. I wonder if we get a a CND on that one. (laughs) Plenty of parking and plenty of seating. You know, just have like four fermenters <laughs> and nothing but yeah. seats. <laughs> Football field. Is <laughs> yeah, maybe that's the gimmick. We got to find a gimmick to use that space up. Like play, play. You know, flag football. Yeah. On a full hundred yard <laughs> indoor indoor field, but um, yeah, red tag pilsner. Yeah, but but also like have our beer. Like maybe we can do like, you know american football field and then maybe like a football pitch too you know like a soccer oh, field and uh because i i think we can easily fit it in there that place is huge yeah i remember root down was originally going to be in thorndale coatesville but you know I, I had that thought that i'm like you know i love animated those guys are are the best 
Um, shout out animated. Uh, what is it? Um, what's the robot? I almost said human robot, but they have a beer called Robot Something, right? That uh, mosaic robot one. Factory. Robot Factory. Um, that's amazing. I think we need a uh, a brewery like on thirty in Thorndale, Coatesville-ish. I, I think we could use one there. And I think uh, Evan, let's talk. Let's let's open something up. Maybe like that. Uh, remember where the uh, the the ice cream place used to be near Copa? Yeah, the, uh, the railroad little John. Oh yeah, yeah. That spot's kind of there. Is, is Copa open? Because I swear every time I drive past it, nobody's there. They are open. I just got uh, muscles there for uh, Christmas Eve. So nice. Yes, okay. But I only go out of my house like twice a month. Yeah. So I think they're I, I think they only do like Wednesday through Sunday, maybe. Okay. Gotcha. Um, shout out to uh, breweries in PA again. I thought there was a it was <laughs> a really neat article. They um, they said, hey, you should go follow these Instagram accounts. If you're into logger porn, logger porn, logger porn is what they called it. All right. So if you like loggers and you like looking at loggers, these are the Pennsylvania brewery Instagram accounts to follow because they're absolute logger porn. I think that's a hilarious tagline, but um, it definitely is. Yeah. Go, go check these out. Go look up breweries in PA online. Forest in Maine, Human Robot, of course, um, Old Thunder, Poor Man's. Um, who's that guy out there? Uh, Beer Bourbon and Games. Yes. Chris at Beer Bourbon and Games. He loves Poor Man's. He's there all the time. He loves that place. So that's a good one also. And then um, top 10 Pennsylvania beer craft or the Pennsylvania craft beer news the top 10 headlines for the past year. So I thought this was pretty interesting, and I'm sure you can probably guess what the number one beer story was of 2021, at least in Pennsylvania. Any guesses? Uh, I don't know if I can guess that. Uh, Tired Hands. Uh, Okay. Tired Hands um, and now deleted social media posts. So they went through some things. Uh, they they did some changes up, but I I think there's still you know there's a lot of good people there still trying to put out good beer. Um, that's what it appears at least. Um, other half coming into Philadelphia was was big news. Um, Pennsylvania lifting the the mask mandate for restaurants and breweries that was a big deal. Um, <laughs> the milk pour man that that took the on a life news. of its own for a while, didn't it? It really had its moment. It did. It had its 15 minutes. I think uh, people were completely against it or completely for it. You know? I still haven't had one. No. Uh, did I have one? I don't know. No, no. You had one in Human Robot, I thought. I never actually, I never got one. You didn't get it? Okay. No. In Victory? I think when I was physically there, it was like two weeks before that thing just blew up. Oh, really? Yeah. But did you did you see somebody do one and you were like, what the, what is this? No, I saw they posted it on like their Instagram or something. Okay. But that was after you were there. That was after I was there. And there's another one, the side pull tap. Why should we care? People were really interested and in, into the um the milk pours. And the Love gas. Pilsner. Yeah. Yeah, I mean that that's a great way to get people into pilsners. 
it just seems like a fun way you know it's kind of like people like doing a shot i mean maybe people do a shot to just get drunk fast or maybe it's kind of like a celebratory thing like you don't it's a more social thing yeah you know like i'm trying to think of one of the last times i've taken a shot and i remember like a wedding where like i don't go to the bar and order shots I, i i drink beer and um but i was at a wedding and a guy's like let's all do you know shots of jaeger or whatever you know what i mean and that's more of a thing like i think a a a milk pour could be kind of that alternative to a shot where it's like let's do something quick and fun and delicious and uh and it's not you know 95 percent alcohol i'm trying to think of the last time i actually had a shot yeah i don't know I try and stay away from shots. Yeah, now for sure. Good nights turn bad. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, I don't know. Does just taking a swig off the bottle count as a shot? No, no. <laughs> it's not the same, right? No, it's not the same. Dancing gnome expanding the the explosion at Victory in Kennett Square. Yeah. Um, I remember that kind of being a big deal. So. Um, just, just trying to recap and, and think about those things that, that happened in Pennsylvania brewing, um, you know, trying to reflect and, and remember all the stuff that happened. It's, it's been a pretty crazy year, but at the same time, I feel like 2021 just feels like 2020 part two or V dot two. Yeah. It's, it had its ups and downs. That's for certain. Yeah. Definitely. We had just our times where it felt like, you know. We were all coming out of this thing and we were we were doing well and then it kind of dipped at the end so shout out to fish why was the flood at animated not on there and 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 a couple things to be fair there was definitely other breweries that had water issues but in our neck of the woods um chester county pennsylvania things like that um animated definitely got hit hard and and they've just been one of those breweries that has gotten the short end of the stick uh, whatever you want to call it, where um, it, things just haven't gone their way, you know. So they're they're opening their brewery, then COVID hits, and they're they're trying to get beer out to people, and there's an aluminum shortage, and uh, things start finally opening up again. They get flooded. We have a 500 year flood, you know, in Pennsylvania, and um, you know floods their space out. So um, they they've had a rough go of it. Luckily, you know, the community came together with a GoFundMe. And got them hopefully back up on their feet. But, um, yeah, that's a good one, Fish. Thanks for bringing that up because that was definitely a big story for, for a lot of people, not just breweries, but uh, that, that hit Chester County pretty hard. And those guys are all – they're fighters over there. They're, they're, they're just going to fight and keep trying to get their beer out. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, oh, I, I, I wrote this down. I, I should have brought it up earlier, but we were talking about what you would do if you had a million dollars. Yeah. Or um, ten million dollars, or a hundred million dollars, or whatever. But um, you know, you know what always looks like a lot of fun. That like, I don't know how anybody like actually starts doing it. But um, metal detecting in rivers. I think I've actually talked about this before. I don't know if you have those guys that like they go diving and they find stuff in streams and they metal detect and they're like scuba wetsuits, whatever, like. Yeah. I don't know why I can just, if that video pops up on my phone, I could watch that all the time. Yeah, there, I definitely seen those videos on like YouTube and stuff. Uh, you know, the guys will like find a gun and they call the cops and trying to get the cops to to say, hey, look, we found this gun. We don't want a kid to find it. Can you take it? Yeah. And that kind of stuff. 
Yeah, that that stuff's kind of neat. I feel like I've seen both cases where like the cops are like, "Dude, you know, stop calling us. We don't care." And other times they're like, "All right, you know, good to see you again. Thanks for for bringing this up." But yeah, like, yeah, Evan loves them too. He said, uh, and he just got a magnet fishing set. That's awesome. That'd be a lot of fun to like just you know go on a bridge, toss a, a magnet, a real high powered magnet in the water, and see what you pull up. Like, what's best case scenario? Like, what are you pulling up that you're fired up about? Anything, really. I, I just kind of get the idea that it's a lot of fun to, like, dig around and you're like, you know, oh, here, here's a, a sweet pair of Ray-Bans or, like, you know, somebody's phone or a ring or whatever. And it's not so much that I'm trying to, like, make money off of it. It just seems like it's a lot of fun and then you can, like, return stuff. But, you know, every once in a while you're going to find, like, a wallet with a bunch of cash in it or something maybe, you know. People just dumping stuff, you know, when they're because because I feel like those guys always go in the water where people are constantly tubing and stuff like that, and they're just dropping shit left and right. Yeah, for sure. So, you see the dog in the background there. I see. I see. I see her going up and down the steps. <laughs> yeah, there. she's she's uh, definitely wants to be down here. Yeah, she doesn't like that. Uh, you know, when I'm down here and she can hear me talking, probably. The dog's trying to get down the stairs, so I think uh, Robin cracked the door open. I think I think I might crack a stout. What are you doing? I'm still working on my uh, my second stout. The um the hop cyclone was delicious. It was um I don't let me see how old this thing is. Um, it says freshest by twelve fifteen twenty twenty one. So um i'm definitely a little bit past that i thought it was slightly sweet but it was still balanced it didn't feel like over malty or over sweet it still had plenty of hop balance going on uh, or at least a lot of hop on it um slightly juicy but one of those ones that's more like more uh bitter hop than juicy hop it's kind of more leaning towards that i haven't been out to trogues in in quite some time actually but it's uh it's nugget nectar time so next time i'm down at wegman's i'll be uh picking up some nugget nectar just to uh to have a six pack or a four pack or something yeah for sure i'm i think i don't know i've got i can do another ipa but i'm kind of feeling a stout i might go storm king oh storm king because i feel like we had that one recently i think we had it when we were on with the uh best best friends guys yeah that's what it is and i remember just thinking like man I, I've I've had mixed feelings about this beer in the past, but for some reason, the last time I had it, it was like amazing. What was that song we were watching on YouTube? I can't remember the name of it. <laughs> <laughs> you know what, dude? I, I tried to like think of it and look that song up like the next day or two days later and could not think of it. But it was bad. Ah, damn it. I'm gonna, have to listen, we'll have yeah, to re-listen to the podcast. we have to listen to it again. Yeah, I'm going Storm King. Bitch, there was de- bitch was definitely in the title. Oh yeah, um, bitch up, something like that. Was it was it I bitch up? It. I don't know. Yo, you know something I saw online today that I thought was hilarious. Um, taking it back to sports a little bit. Do no you idea. know about John Dorsey, the GM of the Lions? Uh, what about? I know that he was the or is the GM of the Lions. Yeah. So supposedly he is notorious for prank calling other GMs on draft day. 
okay. and I thought it was hilarious because there was this like little video clip of him like calling in to like other GMs, especially when they were on their pick, just to like get them flustered. He <laughs> somehow gets into their control room or whatever. I don't know if he tells the secretary like, "Hey, it's the Lions. We want to talk to you before your pick," and they yeah, get like, in. I got, and- I'll, I'll trade you my seventh round pick for your second round pick. What do you think? There's like literally like videos of people like answering the phone and being like, "I'm working." Or, like, you know, them being like, it's John. We know it's John Dorsey. Like, I'm not answering or whatever it is. Like, but I just think it's hilarious that there's an NFL GM out there trolling other GMs on draft day. Might explain their record. <laughs> Might he Maybe he could worry about, you know, drafting some guys that yeah. can play football. Oh, that's crazy. Didn't Nick Foles just um, pull out a win for the Bears? Uh, I know he was supposed to start. Or come in, came into a game for the Bears recently, but I didn't see if they won or not. To be honest with you, how about um, how about the Eagles? It, it was it's interesting. Like Taylor said, I haven't been watching the Eagles as closely, but I put the game on, um, and then I was watching the other games. You know what I mean? Like I want to make sure that you know the the Vikings lose or the. 49ers win or whatever the scenario was to get them through and they got it yeah it was uh so that day was the the fantasy football championship day so i was watching everything just to keep track of my guys yep and not just in my beer league but in fish's fantasy league i was in the championship game i got smoked in that game so we won't talk about that Mm. but i was definitely watching all the games that day and it was a lot going on yeah, uh, between the fantasy stuff and the playoff stuff, and the Eagles got the right scenario, and they are in. Yeah, but you know, being a wild card doesn't that mean that you're usually playing not a first seed, but like a very high team on the you're first starting on the playoffs. road. Yeah, which is is never the path you want to take. So we've got but it's Cowboys to be in the playoffs than not. That's true. But we, we've got Cowboys this weekend. We'll see what happens. There's a lot of COVID protocol. There's a potential resting starters or giving them limited snaps. But um, what's going to happen? Who, who are we going to play? Like, are we going to get Bucks first round? Bucks, uh, I think, is the best chance that we're playing the Bucks. Yeah. Um, it could be the Rams, but it looks like the Bucks. Okay, and you like you like playing the Bucks more than playing the Rams? Uh, I think so. I think the Bucks are kind of hitting a lower. They're kind of slowing down while the Rams are kind of heating up a little bit. Um, Fish actually put it really well. You know, Green Bay looks great. The rest of the division winners, I'll take my chances with. Okay, uh, I'd rather not play Green Bay, but I'll take my chances with with the Bucks right now. You know, if the Eagles can stick to the run game. They got a shot against anybody, really. You think that's what it is? The run game? You don't need Hurts? They got to run know? the ball. Because that makes Hurts a threat, right? Because you don't know if he's going to, if it's going to be an option. Is he going to pass? Whatever. But I and think it, it sets up his passes more. And the defense has to play a full game because I feel like they, they're a little sloppy at the beginning. Teams are able to put up points against us. And then they start putting up stops second half. They are. They're not giving up that many points in the start of the game. So they're giving up a lot of yards. They're giving up a lot of time. Yeah. I still worry about the defense. I still worry that Gannon becomes the super ultra conservative. I'm not going to blitz. I'm just not going to do anything. 
and if you said what's your worry about the Eagles for the playoffs, it's definitely on the defensive side of the ball. But yeah. Run the ball. Let's take our chances. Yeah. Let's see what happens. I don't with with no uh, with no F one going on until March. We'll see. I'm probably going to have to get into football until February or to get me through February. But I thought that was really funny um, when I saw <laughs> I saw these clips of John Dorsey calling other <laughs> other NFL to check that out. GMs. That's a, That's a pretty good one. Um, did you know by quantity that Lego is the largest tire manufacturer in the world? By quantity? Yeah. So they make the most tires. I think they make more tires they're than any other all, company, even they're though they're. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why I put that in my notes. I thought you know I, I would come up with a better timing for that or something, but there it is. That's good information to have. Yeah, there it is, people. All right, you want to, you want to do toast? Well, let's do it. All right, let me find out where the toast button is. How about a beer? Woo! Might be Brews presents the toast of the week. Oh my god. Dude. Taylor's voice. You want to go? My to- I'll piggyback right off. My toast was going to be to those Philadelphia Eagles. Ooh. Starting off two and five. Nick Sirianni made the adjustments he had to. Better to be in the playoffs than not in the playoffs. So we'll take it. Let's go, Eagles. Go, Birds. Go, Birds. Cheers to you. Go, Birds. I love that that's just like a Philly saying now. People can just, you know. I, hey. I had my Eagles hat on in... I went to the Westtown Amish market the Saturday, mm. uh, the Friday before New Year's to get yeah. some stuff for food for the night. And, and I had my Eagles hat on and somebody just came out to me and went, go birds. Go birds. And did that's it. It was like a hello. What'd you get? No, I just got some, um, I actually just got some chicken wings. I got some pork to cook for uh, New Year's Day. Got some donuts. Got a little mm. couple appetizer type stuff. Nice. Yeah, I did a brisket the other day. It turned out pretty good. I, I had I had a little bit of a I swear every time I do a long cook I have a uh, a a pellet grill malfunction smoker malfunction yeah um, that I have to kind of fix on the fly but um, for the most part it turned out good hit the right temps it was juicy you know it it, it kind of passed the pull test for the most part um, it did pretty well I could probably do some things a little bit different next time but it turned out good and, and I got leftovers and I was smart about it this time I made like individual bags where it was like one serving size of brisket you know maybe like a slice and a half or two slices of brisket it's like enough for a meal and i froze those so you you know what i mean so i can just pull them thaw them out and like throw them with some eggs or throw them on you know uh some tacos or if i make mac and cheese for the kids i'll i'll reheat some brisket and, and put that in there that's a good idea yeah, so it was definitely a good move because I always like pull leftovers, and I'm like, "This is six pounds of pulled pork. Like, I'm not going to eat all this, and now the rest of it's bad because, you know, yeah. I, I pulled too much of it." But um, I got a few of them. I I I, I wrote down a couple things. Um, Betty White, oh, yeah. this close to to 100. That one was uh was kind of tough. It was like one of those things right at the end of 2021 where you want to be like, "Ah, f you 2021." He took another good one. But um, so toast Betty White. Um, also our friend Rob Yogle. Um, shout out to his or R.I.P. His ACL. That <laughs> <laughs> poor guy. Um, yeah. it sounds like he's got a got a rough thing going on with his knee and probably needs some surgery. But uh, such a good guy. I want to have him back on the show. 
but I was I was seeing him post about that this week and um, wanted to give him a shout out. And uh, also uh, Eugene Goodman, if you remember that uh, that police officer from uh, the, the Capitol police officer from the uh, the insurrection this day um, a year ago, um, that Capitol police officer that uh, that did his thing. So not to get too political or anything, but uh, those are my toasts for the week. Toast to them all. So cheers to them all. You use them a few up. of them. Your next three uh, episodes, you don't have to. Have I get nothing. Time. I get nothing. So let, let's, uh, yeah, let's 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 cheers and uh, and take a toast to that. But I want to talk about the next few episodes, and I don't remember exactly what we have. Is bottle condition next? I think I they're thought, next. Uh, or is it? Are funk? they next? I got to double check. We'll have to check our calendar. You've got Funk Brewing coming up. We've got Bottle Condition Film. If you look up Bottle Condition Film, there's a really cool documentary coming out that's all about, um, you know, Lambics. So they're interviewing uh, Dreyfontine. They're interviewing Cantillon. They're interviewing, you know, other people that are in that that Lambic game. So check that out. Um, Mr. Steve, I don't know if you know, but um, what is that? What is that? place called that's out of the back of um locust lane locust lane the i don't fir- know furrow? what their actual name is oh, man i can't i'm blanking on it now but uh, i've been talking with dan dan's gonna be on soon we're, we're talking february he's got a couple beers coming out so um we're chatting with him so um man i feel bad i'm like dropping his name right now but i i think it's called like the furrow or something like that but uh dan formerly with What's the brewery? Lacabra. Lacabra. Yep. He's got that that uh, his little beer project going on. Um, that guy's going to be on. I've been talking with Rebel Hill. I've been talking with uh, Levante. Levante's going to be on again soon. Um, I gotta tr- I gotta get some of that pizza. Yeah, the Levante pizza. I want to try it. I I'm definitely want to try it. Pizza. Um, but yeah, Levante. You know they they've been growing. They've been doing good things. Um, I know there's a couple others too that we've got in the works, but we've got a lot of stuff coming up. A lot of guys we've been talking to. So, um, make sure you're following us, subscribe to us. We're going to have a lot of great content coming from a lot of great local breweries and, uh, you know, our friends and things like that out there. So we'll keep you updated with all the news, all the openings, all, all the cool stuff going on. Um, what everybody's up to, you know, and if you guys have any suggestions, you know, send us an email, shoot us a DM, you know, on Facebook, Instagram, let us know what you want to hear. If there's any breweries that you're really excited about or anybody um, that you want to hear about, you know, we've been talking about, like, I'd like to do a wine tasting. I think that would be really fun. I'd like to do like a a bourbon tasting, things like that. So, um, you know, there's definitely some stuff that we've got in the works coming up. I think we're going to have a really good, uh, a really good 2022. We're coming up. Yeah, we are. All right, what do you think? You want to wrap it up? Wrap it up. Let's yo. do it, guys. All right, listen. If you guys are watching, if you took the time to watch, if you're watching it live, if you're watching the replay, thank you so much. Make sure you check out the new website, mightbebrews.podbean.com. You'll find links to all your favorite podcast platforms. You can listen live right there. Do us a big favor. Go find us. Click play. Those plays matter. That gives us those numbers. We're going to try to pull in some subscribers. You know, 
Me and Mr. Steve are probably going to start up a Patreon soon, things like that. But uh, And also, make sure you're following us on social media. Go on Twitter, on Instagram, on Facebook. Look up at Might Be Brews or at Might Be Brews Podcast so that you know every time we're about to go live, you know every time that we're about to do a show, when the new shows come out, things like that. Mr. Steve, are we going to do this on Mondays? Yeah, we're releasing on Mondays. Let's make the decision right now in front of everybody. We're taking it. We're we're doing it on Mondays now. So we're going to probably podcast whatever day of the week that we can, doing the live stream, the recording. But we're going to... um, we're going to release on Mondays now so that hopefully, you know, during the week on your way to work, you can try to take us with you. But uh, let's listen more than anything. If you guys took the time to listen to us, we really appreciate you. Thank you so much for watching, for listening, and uh, we will see you next time.